0: Jesus told his disciples this parable. The realm of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the workers for the usual daily wage, a denarius, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about mid-morning, he saw others standing around in the marketplace without work. And he said to them, you too go into my vineyard and I will give you what is just. So they went off. And he went out again around noon and around mid-afternoon and did the same thing. About five o'clock he went out and found others standing around and said to them, why do, you, why do you stand here all day without working? And they answered, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you too go into my vineyard. And when it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. And when those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage, a, a denarius. And so when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual day, daily wage, one denarius. And on receiving it, they began to complain, grumbling against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only one hour, and you had made them equal to us, who bore the burden and scorching heat of the day. And answering, he said to one of them, Friend, I am not doing you any wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius a day? Take what is yours and go. But I wish to give this last one the same as I gave you. Or am I not permitted to do what I want with what is my own? Or do you have an evil eye because I am generous? Thus the last will be first, and the first will be last. The good news of the Christ. Praise to Jesus you, Jesus Christ. So what does that mean? I'm not doing you any wrong. Did you not agree with me for the wage I would give you? Thus the last will be first, the first will be last. What's the message in that? What would it take? If we were going to hire some people to come in and paint the walls, and we went out there at eh, 9 o'clock in the morning and said, we've got a painting job, you want to join us? We'll give you 10 bucks. Yeah, we'll come paint. And then later on, you're seeing that, you know, if you're going to get the painting done at the end of the day, you're going to need more helpers. So you go out, there's some other people standing around. Come on in, let's paint. We'll give you 10 bucks. In they come. And everybody's painting. And then later on, there's one person standing out there and I don't know what was in the manager's mind to go out and say, why, why aren't you working? I said, so why didn't you get hired? It's like, duh. So come on in, I'll give you $10 if you'll help finish up the job. But what's the harm in that? What is the harm? Until ego steps in, right? Until entitlement steps in. Until the belief that I deserve more because I was here longer. It's in, right? I, I, I. Me, me, me. Mine, mine, mine. Here the guy's trying to get a job done. It's his field. It's our fault. What's the harm? What's Jesus saying in this? If I'm going to be so preoccupied with getting my slice of the pie, where is my attention going to others who need a slice of the pie? Do I know the story of that last person who didn't get hired? Why did he get hired? He or she? Was there a, a, a challenge? Maybe she had a bad knee? Maybe there was, she couldn't get there until that time of the day? Who knows what the situation was in the lives of these, person, these persons? But then my ego steps in and says, I deserve more, because I was here the longest. Do you see how restrictive that is energetically? It robs me. If I, if I think of that in the sense of entitlement, I was here at 9 o'clock in the morning, I painted most of the walls, and I only got $10. that I agreed upon originally, but that's another conversation. If I think inward, that somehow I am mistreated, because of the generosity of someone else, I rob myself of the opportunity, and the privilege, and the grace of seeing beyond myself. If I can't go hiking up in the wall of eyes because I have a bad me, I can think in terms of that alone and rob myself of the opportunity of appreciating the beauty of the qualifies. When it's all about me, it's all about me. And conversely, and codependence will teach this, if it's all about the other, (laughs) it's all about the other, right? The definition of codependence, when you die, you see somebody else's life pass before (laughs) your eyes. But that I believe is, is what Jesus was trying to get at here. After having the same kind of week that some of us might have had, trying to put things together, trying to figure out what is the sense in all this, maybe it's as simple as that. When I am so focused on my own self, and the injustice that the world has heaped upon me, right? I rob myself. I do it. Nobody else. I rob myself of the opportunity of that expanded perception that is inclusive of all of life, and inclusive of the other. And it robs me of the chance, the opportunity to show compassion to someone who spent the whole day in the hot sun and could not get hired until this generous person came out and said, we're painting our walls, come in, I'll give you $10 to help. We rob ourselves of the opportunity for that level true compassion, unconditional love and compassion, there is absolutely no judgment involved. It is being in the presence of the other in a way that is absolutely non-judgmental and non-assuming and non-speculative. We don't know why that person spent all day wanting to get a job and couldn't. We don't know. We don't know about the people that around noontime he went out and said, come on, work in the field. I'll give you a denarius to do that. We don't know their situation. But yet, the people, the, the people that were hired in the, in the morning, right, they started grumbling about the manager. And how can he bring these people in? This was our job. This was our work. This was my pay. Do you get a sense of how that robs us? just robs us. And it's self-imposed. That's the interesting thing. Nobody else, the manager, didn't do anything to these people. All he did was offer them a job. And he was upfront about it. Each other didn't do it to each other. It's self. It's self-imposed. And that's what Jesus is, spent his all three years trying to teach us step beyond yourself. Look beyond yourself. Seek beyond yourself and your ego and your needs and your wants and your entitlements and your privilege because as long as we stay in that soup of entitlement we cannot see beyond. So what typically happens? We start labeling. Illegals. Right? Illegals. What a Condemnation. Different race. Different politics. Different religion. The other. The Navajos, uh, their their name for themselves is Dene. And that is the people. And everybody else is not the people. We all do that, right? We're Americans. We are global beings. What Jesus is teaching us in this is look beyond. Experience beyond because it robs us if we don't do that. But not only does it rob us, it results in abuse of the other. It results in that, because we have closed down our capacity to be unconditional love and compassion. It closes down. So bless these little guys that came in at 9 in the morning. I mean, they were industrious, and they did their job. The blessed, too, are the people that were hired in the noon hour and in the evening hour. Blessed are they, too. Any thoughts?